Hello, friends and families. My name is Javier Ibarra, your host of the Educa DPS podcast in English. I would love for you to stick around throughout this entire podcast because we have a very special show that's going to give us all the tools and resources that we need to apply for FAFSA and possibly CASFA. That being said, we are honored to welcome our guest, Katie Gian Giannatasio. Did I say that right? You did. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> yes. Uh, Senior Manager of Counseling and College Success for Denver Public Schools. Now, I have a bit of an icebreaker for you, Katie. Can you share with our audience if there's a superpower that education has given you and what that would be? Yes, I think my superpower is getting to help students and youth figure out what their superpowers are. I get to work with kids all the time talking about what their strengths and interests are and help, that can help them connect those passions to what they want to do in their future. So. I think that, that that's very beautiful. That's my favorite part of my the work that we do as well is getting to work with our students. For today's episode, I want to give everyone a little bit more context. This month and next, high schools across the U.S. are sponsoring free college application week or month, depending on where you live, uh, events where students and families can get help with the application process. As part of these events, many colleges and universities waive the fees associated with applying. This year, for us here in Colorado, it's October 17th through uh, the 19th, and Colorado is going to allow students to apply for free. This is a huge help because those application fees, depending on where you go, can really get up in price. This means great savings for your family and all of the application fees that you decide to apply. So if you decide to apply for more than one university, this is a great opportunity to do so, so that our students can get ahead on this particular matter. You can get the fee waiver codes from your school counselor or by going to the Colorado Department of Higher Education's website. The goal is to increase the number of students applying to college to help reduce the barriers with college process and the federal government is rolling out the better FAFSA which is simplifies FAFSA for us and this is the topic of today's conversation. So Katie can you please tell us first question what is FAFSA? Sure. FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. It is um, the form that you need to fill out in order to gain access to free money from this federal government that will help you pay for college. The key word there is free. Yes, it's free. You don't have to pay it back. Katie, what are the deadlines for filling out the FAFSA form? This year, the federal government is rolling out a new simplified version of the FAFSA. We expect it to be available for families to start filling out in the end of December. We encourage students to complete as soon as possible. Many colleges have priority deadlines, meaning students who have completed the FAFSA by a certain date will have priority, to access, priority access to financial aid. Thank you for that, Katie. Now, I want to get into a little bit more on who FAFSA is for. Who can apply? Is there a specific student type that should be applying to FAFSA? FAFSA is for any student who is attending or going to attend a post-secondary institution. So the earliest a student can fill out 
A FAFSA is in their 12th grade, and they do need to be U.S. citizens or eligible non-citizens. Every year a student um, is in college, they will also need to fill out the FAFSA to continue receiving this funding. And going along with that, what kind of documentation is required to apply for FAFSA? What can our families expect? That way they're ready to go. Yeah, students will need their social security number or alien registration number if they are not a U.S. citizen. You will also need your federal, federal tax returns, W-2s, and other records of money earned. I know that when I was applying for FAFSA as a first-generation college student myself, this was kind of foreign to me because my parents didn't know how to fill it out or had not filled it out before me. And so I'm glad that we're talking about this today and what type of documents and who it's for. Um, but along with the parent aspect, what do parents need to fill out to complete or help their student uh, complete the FAFSA form? Yeah, thank you. Parents need to gather these documents, the same documents their students need federal income tax, W-2, and or any other records of money earned. Students, and parents, and anyone who will be contributing information to FAFSA will need to create an FSA ID. An FSA ID allows you to have secure access to the FAFSA. And now the FSA, FSA ID. That's something new, right? Is it new? It's different? relatively new. It's not new this year, probably in the last three or four years. Um, and to fill those out, you can start um, setting up an FSA ID account right now. And it allows you to securely pass information um, into your FAFSA form. And how can our parents fill out the, the FAFSA form if they can't use their student's FSA ID? Great question. They will have to go to their studentaid.gov to create their own account. So again, anyone contributing information to the FAFSA this year will need to create their own FSA ID. Uh, it's important to note for families that when your student is going to decide to go to college, there are several steps that have to happen beforehand. Um, like we talked about, you know, you first you have to apply and then you have to think about how you're going to pay for it, whether it's student loans, whether it's scholarships. Um, but the benefit of filling out uh, the FAFSA form is that it, in a way it consolidates what you're looking for into one area. I know that when I was in school, I filled out my FAFSA and not only helped with the grants that I received, but it also helped with the loans should I need them. It also gave me a pre-qualified amount of loans that I needed. Is that still the case today? That is. And in addition, it also is a requirement for many scholarships, work study, and other forms of aid. So filling out a FAFSA not only is important to get the free money, but definitely opens the doors for a lot of additional types of aid. And it's free to fill out. Free to fill out. So it's very beneficial. Yes, win-win. <laughs> Is there um, somewhere that students can go if they have more questions about that? Is there maybe a website that they can go to? There are a lot of websites that will support a student in completing their FAFSA. StudentAid.gov is a great tool. It has a lot of um, resources to help students and families complete the FAFSA, as well as you have school counselors, DSF advisors, financial aid offices at your post-secondary institu post institutions that are there to help. 
So we talked a lot about FAFSA and what FAFSA is and how it's, um, what, what the requirements are is that you need a social security. Um, but we have students that uh, might not have social securities for whatever reason um, uh, that they might have. And so what, uh, going along with that, how can we help them get student aid, right? And so I want to ask you more about CAFSA. What is CAFSA? CAFSA is the Colorado application for state financial aid. In Colorado, non-U.S. citizens and non-resident students can use a CAFSA to apply for institutional aid. It is state-specific financial aid that supports and mimics the FAFSA. So all of our public colleges and universities in Colorado will accept a CASFA. And that's a huge benefit to our students uh, who are here at DPS who plan to attend a university within the state. Um, we talked about the deadline for FAFSA, but is there a deadline for applying to CASFA? CASFA is just like the FAFSA. We expect it to open in the end of December this year, and we recommend that you fill it out as soon as possible. Thank you for that, Katie. Now, my next question is, can a potential student apply for CASFA or FAFSA? Can they apply for both, or is it one or the other? No, the Colorado application for state financial aid is the state financial aid application for undocumented or Colorado asset students. Students who do not have lawful immigration status and who do not meet the asset qualifications are still encouraged to apply uh, for CASFA. It is a safe and confidential process. The first couple of questions of the CASFA will ask you about your eligib eligibility. And if you qualify for FAFSA, it will disqualify you from completing the CASFA. I have a quick follow-up. So we talked about how for FAFSA you need an FSA ID. Do you need one for CASFA? That's a great question. No, you do not. And let's say that you're applying for FAFSA and, and because you're applying for FAFSA it means that you are either a U.S. citizen or an authorized um, legal resident. Legal resident. That's it. And so what if your parents or family members are not. How does that affect you? What do you put in to your FSA ID if you're a family member that doesn't have a social security number? That is a great question. So the FSA ID is really to help uh, create a secure process for sharing this information. Mm -hmm. So you do not need a social security number in order to set up an FSA ID. So can we put zeros, X's. Um, I would work with your school counselor and DSF advisor as this year it's a little bit different mm -hmm. um, to figure out what would be the best process for that. Thank you for answering those follow-up questions. Uh, I want to ask about the financial aid specifically for FAFSA and CAFSA. Does it need to be paid back to the government? No, it is completely free. Free, you say? Not much is free, but this is free. Yes. What a great resource for our DPS students. Now, can the benefits of CAFSA and FAFSA be used for community college careers? So we talked about what I assume would be a four-year university, but can you also use the, the financial aid to go to community college? You definitely can. Very, very cool. I'm excited for 
all the information that we've shared. And if, if you could help me real quick to recap, right, because we talked about a lot. And so I think it's important for our families and our students that are listening to understand that the first steps are to apply for the university or college that you plan to go to. It's uh, recommended, but not required, to do it during the free uh, application days. That way you don't have to pay for any of the applications that you're doing within the universities here in the state of Colorado. And then immediately after, you should be looking out for the FAFSA or CAFSA application based on your situation. Fill that out, gather all your documents, and then you're a one step closer to attending the university. Did I summarize that perfectly? Perfectly. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Well, Katie, I want to thank you for coming on to give us this very valuable information. This concludes our Educa DPS podcast for today. Please help us share this content with families, friends, and other community members. For more Educa content and other stories, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Denver Public Schools Plus. And you can also find us in the most popular podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and Buzzsprout. It is also important to give credit to the people behind the scenes who contribute to making uh, the, this show and all of the DPS multimedia productions, starting with Bill Good, Chief of Communications, Will Jones, Executive Director of Communications, Scott Pribble, Director of External Communications, Selena Nakamura, Director of Internal Communications, Don Pierce, Executive Producer and Videographer, Beto Gaitan, Multimedia Lead Producer and Host of this show in Spanish, Hannah Young in charge of all of our social media, Georgia Alexander, Bond and Mill Levy Communication Specialist, April Spites, our graphic designer of this show and all others, Katie Hamilton, our strategic comm specialist. A special shout out to our DPS educators, students, and parents. And a big thank you to Dr. Alex Morero, proud superintendent of Denver Public Schools, for supporting Educa and all other platforms. This has been yours truly, Javier Ibarra, Senior Manager of Media and Public Relations, as well as the Educa host in English. Please remember to tell your children more often, and Katie, if I can get you to help uh, tell this to our, our families here. I believe in you, and I know you can do it. Until next time.